0: Hey there. My name is Vosh. I live stream on YouTube and Twitch, and sometimes I even upload the good bits. This is previously live. There were people in my subreddit after I was on with Hake on that panel show. There were people saying, like, you should get a debate with Hake. I ask you, like, what would I even say with Hake? Debate what? His synaptic responses? Should I, like, jangle some keys and involve him in that? Like, wh- like what do I say?
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to The Crucible. I'm your host, Andrew Wilson. Tonight we have a special edition debate for you between Vosh and Hake from The Hake Report. I would say Vosh from Vosh, but that seems kind of redundant, right? Um, they're going to be going at it on sexual morality. I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure all of you are, too. We'll be back in just a second. The mood for debate is here tonight between Vosh and Hake. Hake, take a second, shout your channel out, tell everybody where they can find you.
2: Thehakereport.com. I'm live, Hake, on YouTube every morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific time. And thanks for having me. Uh, Thanks for having me, Andrew, of The Crucible. And thanks for uh, joining us. Vosh, this is going to be fun
1: yeah yeah long time uh long time on the crucible been here many times we're always happy to have you back vosh this is your first official debate though we've done an interview before we're also happy to have you here on the crucible shout your channel out to everybody where they can find you
0: yeah i'm vosh from vosh which as you pointed out is pretty much all i can yeah pretty much all i can say um tragic that but uh yeah vosh from vosh uh uh, delighted to be here as always hello again those uh those jams were jamming yeah,
1: way. yeah, they're they're good. We have uh we have a great uh, great studio artist, man. He's uh, he's fantastic. Uh, that actually comes. It's the Widowmaker from Wasp. Our own rendition of it. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of Wasp. It's kind of an obscure old metal band, but man, they laid down some good tracks. So to get started, each can or each debater will have five minutes for their opening statement. Hake is going to be going first. Vosh will have five minutes to respond. We're getting to the cross examination. Uh, super chats will take priority tonight for the Q and A portion. We expect roughly an hour and a half to two hours total with the super chats in. And Hake, go ahead, get us started.
2: All right. Well, I appreciate it. I love this matchup. It's a great topic. This sexual morality thing. Although I'm not sure I like the uh, the term. Vosh is one of the more if you will, shameless guys that I know. He's uh, argued in favor of pornography against uh, the great Catholic intellectual E. Michael Jones recently. And I believe my first appearance on The Crucible was discussing rap culture. And I think Tupac said at one point, break out the champagne glasses and and mother bleeping condoms. And I was saying that is immoral, condoms are immoral. And I think Andrew told me, I think he's a married family man. Well, what about condoms in the context of marriage? Maybe there's a maybe there's a time when women aren't supposed to be conceiving or something like that. And I don't understand it. But
1: condoms what about in that context? And I'm like, no, that's gross. <laughs> just to just to cut in just for a second on your opening, I know that yes. this is unorthodox to do, but I'm not ever wearing a condom with my wife, Hake. Anyway, nice. go ahead, buddy.
2: All right. Thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> I don't think that there is anything, su- there's any such thing as sexual morality because morality is not sexual. Um, there's only sexual immorality. And that's just another form of it. I think it comes from other immorality that's in our hearts. You know, all, all of us uh, get evil into our hearts as we grow up and as we get older, we get more and more corrupt. I think children. And old people are naturally more non-sexual. They're just non-sexual. And you'll notice that a lot of evil people will try to sexualize children and sexualize old folks. And it's just, it doesn't fit. It's disgusting. It's creepy. But children are innocent and free. And in old age, you're supposed to become wise and self-controlled and in your so-called prime you're supposed to be making the babies and making families and leading those families men are supposed to be leading their families in the right way and sex is just to be not it's not supposed to be the major thing that I think that it has become Uh, sometimes people get hooked into things for a time but you're supposed to overcome issues not get deeper into them the only non-immoral purpose for sex that I can think of is having children when a man and a woman are rightfully married um it's in the bible in fact that god killed a man for pulling out if you will It's if i heard it it's it's quite gross sex you'll notice it weakens men the great mick the trainer mick told rocky one time women weaken the legs and that is so true i think all athletes know this and it's not just sex but it's the pornography and all that other junk that uh young males get into and the women and other evil people use sex and perversion to control the men i've heard it's even used in some cases from one country against another to weaken the uh the men and it's uh it is uh no wonder that there's so much divorce and remarried because in part they were doing the sex out of wedlock and sex became too much too important there's no respect for men. The women are not respecting the men. And there's no actual love for women because sex is not love. And there's no love in the women either. And men are kind of looking for love in the women and that's the wrong place. I believe that the Bible even condemns putting it where it doesn't belong in the exit only area. And common sense, nature and nature's God says that's, that's, not, that's not right. <laughs> These LGBT... Q: Alternative things aren't even real sex at all. It's just self-indulgence and self, maybe mutual exploitation, mutual indulgence. But it should just, in reality, I think it should just be a minute and done. And it's because it's not love. Anything else, I think, is false idol worship, worshiping of the body, which is it's encouraged right now to get women to get all this pleasure or whatever like that. I think that that's just demonic i think it's possession and i think it's um passion and usually people who get angry they get more sexual or if they get all excited they're more sexual you should be even-tempered so you can have some self-control people kill over sex people who get boyfriend become boyfriend girlfriend and all that stuff relationships and breakups do not need to be so insane and i think that this consent thing is ridiculous Um, you'll notice that the liberals and the female-minded emotional intellectuals think that consent is just about the only thing. Consenting adults is the common phrase, the only uh, prerequisite for having sex. I think that's a red herring because just because you're consensually exploiting each other doesn't make it right, and it's nothing to be proud of. They're pushing pride like crazy. We're coming up on so-called Pride Month right now, the LGBTQIA Pride Month. What's to be proud of with that? It's not something to be proud of. It's something to be, to hide if it's something you're into and to overcome quietly, not be blasting out for female minded people to prop you up. Think about it. The commie capitalist corporations and the phony politicians are all kissing up to the, uh, the sexually immoral to, uh, to promote wrong as right and tell you, be who you are. That's not who you are. It's something that you got into and you're lost and you're not special. You're being used. Uh, Feeding the ego is dangerous. Don't fall for it. I don't know how much time I have left, but, uh, Uh, you have a minute and a half. Okay. Another word for Satan. I say, I think is imagination and pornography feeds that, that stuff. And it's, I think that it's dangerous. Like any abuse it tends to get worse. It draws people into darker and darker, more corrupt and twisted things, away from what's natural and right, into depravity. It makes the undig- At best, it makes undignified, functional males and females just have this hang-up, right, that they occasionally fall into. In worse, quote-unquote, worst cases, it devolves into um, homosexuality, rape, murder, all kinds of stuff. It puts the woman as God. You, you see these woman porn stars all act talking politics like they know what they're talking about and trying to demand money from men and all being all degenerate and disgusting. She gets so full of herself. And then, and then in the end, she's miserable. I think this is spread misery until the man puts out, I mean, flips out and kills the God that he made of her or else he becomes her slave. And it's pretty disgusting. There are many ways to be evil. It's not just Homosexuality or child abuse or non consensual things or stuff like that, we should aim for perfection and not be like, I'm not, at least I'm not fill in the blank, like child molester or something like that, as if we're better. We should, we're all in hell, giving hell to one another, and we should be overcoming that, not seeking revenge and gossiping and backbiting and getting into this stuff. I think we should avoid even the appearance of evil.
1: Okay. Uh, thank you so much for that opening statement i did want to say everybody make sure you like and subscribe to the cruise Pool and do all that bullshit you're supposed to do to grow a channel blah 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 i will say before i hand this over to vosh for his five minute opening this comment did catch my eye wham bam thank you ma'am right i yes i, I couldn't help but pull that one up Vosh, five minutes on the table
0: um as as so often seems to be the case i'm left in the unfortunate position of not knowing whether or not i'm just surrounded by trolls, and I have no idea how serious we're all taking this. But I'll try my best. You know, see what I can do. I have so a, uh, I'll I'll, I'll, my I'll
1: word on it. It is it is serious. <laughs> I'll
0: try to, I'll try to address this um, uh, as substantively as I can. So when we talk about ethics, depending on the ethical system that you subscribe to, you know, um, you are going to arrive at different conclusions about what is or is not moral. Um, if you subscribe to a uh, divine command theory, as I believe Hake does, the idea that like what is good is in the Bible and that's the end of it, you know, um, I guess I would just be curious as to why Hake's positions seem to be more orthodox than those of essentially every religious society on Earth. Um, you know, the perspectives that he holds here are maybe one or two of them you can find like commonly accepted in some of the more orthodox, like say Saudi Arabia or stuff, but all of them in tandem seem more like a caricature of what a secular person would create to make fun of religious people, which I guess is fine by me, you know, it, it, it seems a bit odd to run things that way. Um, I guess, like, to, to roll it back, though, like, you know, we say sex is for the purpose of procreation, and that's great and all, but I guess I kind of want to, and, and this is all I really care about, I want to I work through the God in Hake's mind. You know, God is everywhere, right? There's a little bit of him uh, up there in your noggin, and I want to know, like, why why is sex immoral like I I, 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 I want to understand this so let's say that like sex is for procreation or whatever okay explain to me like as a secular person, where does that logic come from? Because there's a lot of stuff that God prescribes in the Ten Commandments or whatever that totally makes sense to me, you know? Thou shalt not kill, covet thy neighbor, blah de blah That makes sense, you know? I can rationalize that. Why would God not want us to do these things? Well, it hurts people. We're his creation. Um, you would look at, you know, Earth and see, well, maybe life would be better if that wasn't the case. How on Earth is not making women come... Making the world a better place. Uh, I just, I want to know. I'm like, well, you didn't say you don't make women come. I think you said you just, you don't want to do it for more than a minute. So I guess maybe you're very, very good. But um, yeah, I, I guess I just, I want to know. I want to, I want to understand that. Um, like, would that be the ticket you'd run on as a politician? Like no more female orgasms? How do, how do you, how do you roll with that one? That's the main thing that I wanted. to know. We
1: can work from there. All right, gentlemen, the um, floor is open. Wasn't quite expecting it to go this way, but fuck it, let's do it. Go ahead, Hank, you're
2: up. Um, I think the ethics stuff comes from, like, common sense, and I don't know if sex is always immoral, but it's something dangerous not to be toyed with, and a lot of times we have this laissez-faire, oh, you should please the woman, and right now, that's part of the problem Is in life right now in society that you see is this E- Over-eagerness to please the woman in, in one way, not just sexually. I'm talking about uh, pleasing women, listening to them, catering to them, and uh, letting them worry their pretty little heads about politics and stuff. All of this, there's a lot of kissing up going on. Um, sex, but I think it's self-evident. I think even you know that sex is not
0: really a, a toy to just flippantly use uh i have a pretty casual attitude about sex for the most part um i feel like most of what you say about sex being potentially dangerous could be applied to literacy as well this is one of the reasons why the um catholic priests during the middle ages preached in latin which was a um you know a language that wasn't understood by the flock that they preached to um, because they didn't want there to be like an understanding, like they just wanted to be like dogma accepted. So it seems like if we're if we're going to to shun social practices because they could potentially lead people down dark roads, we would be keeping everyone in cages. Isn't the point of humans being given free will that God gives us the ability to sin or not to sin? That this earth is the playground with which humans, His creation, uh, determine their own moral worth and their eternal reward.
2: Well, I don't think we have free will, but that's a side point. And yes, I'm not looking to go the opposite extreme, if you will. And uh, I do recognize that knowledge and women getting into education and even males getting into education can be uh, so-called education can be poisonous. I have a T-shirt that says knowledge is poison. Are you a Calvinist? Sorry, just curious. Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. Wait. I I haven't really gotten into Calvin and all that stuff. I read about it and I... I do think that uh i do think that we are chosen rather than we choosing god but i'm not really sure
0: do you mind me asking what sect of the church you subscribe to
2: i'm a non-denominational christian i grew up in a presbyterian but we weren't serious about being presbyterians it was just my grandma's church and then i went to my brother's gr- girlfriend's church it was a friend's church quakers but they were conservative not the liberal kind and now i go to J.C. Lee Peterson Church
0: with J.C. Lee Peterson at Bond. Gotcha. Of course. Uh, you know, yeah. um, brothers right, brothers uh, helping brothers. It's it's interesting to have such an orthodox perspective on religious theory when you're non-denominationalist. Usually non-denominationalist Christians are people who have a more laissez-faire attitude towards, like, biblical prescriptivism, you know? They tend to be more of the, uh, you know, like uh, live with Christ in your heart, you know, confess once every year type people. <laughs>
2: No, I mean I think a lot of the the Bible just a lot of the the stuff that I referenced from the Bible it rings true. Um and the stuff that I'm saying is not like you like you pointed out it's not even necessarily biblical stuff. It's some of it's just sort of I think common sense stuff and especially um especially the warning about I mean just look around at society today. If you had 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 my quote-unquote morals, you would be as horrified as i am at just the degeneracy of the people and the misery of the people well that's and...
0: kind of self evident right well if you say like if you believe what i believe <laughs> then you would believe what i believe then yeah sure but i don't know it seems like by a common sense perspective like people would be fucking more right like common sense perspective is people want to fuck biologically and it feels good when they do so it seems yeah, like if anything you need I'm kind of arbitrary this.
2: right that's partly why i am not for this pornography stuff. I th- I think that people should be uh, coming together at a not an not an older age like late twenties, thirties, forties. They should be coming together in their prime, and hopefully being mature spiritually, emotionally, and mentally mature at a young age. Like perhaps we were more in the good old days. I think we were and responsible and having the children, so we weren't. Don't need to be bringing in all this immigration and stuff like that
0: you know people actually had sex more often back in the good old days assuming you're referring to the 1950s and 60s um they tended to have sex younger and more frequently than um younger millennials or zoomers do today because people like are shut up inside their houses in a way people not having sex is kind of an indication of social instability
2: yeah i'm not talking about uh I'm not talking about not having sex. I'm just saying that it shouldn't be this thing that's worshipped because right now it's worshipped more than more today, openly and shamelessly than it was in those good old days when they were married and doing it right.
0: What do you mean by worship? Do you think we worship like um, self pizza? It's like,
2: yeah, and sometimes in some cases, yeah.
0: Well, that's but, a pretty pretty. Um, broad definition of idolatry. Then certainly, it, I feel yeah. like if anything, you're the one who puts sex on a pedestal because you think it's like this super special divine gift, and I think it's just like a cool. I don't like, think just, it's a it's gift. Cool, cool thing you can do, you know.
2: But I don't think it's a gift. I don't think it's this necessarily. This. I mean, I have in my older days, and I might still think it. I have thought of sex as marriage, like because the two become one, and then you notice that. Uh, I know that you're casual about it. You may, but many people get hooked on each other after that, and not in a not in a quote unquote healthy way.
0: Well, what's unhealthy if two people like having sex casually? You know. Now, obviously, there are elements of a relationship that can go bad, of course, but that can happen in marriage too. You know, that's hardly exclusive. That can happen in any kind of relationship.
2: I mean, you think about how the how the women today, many of them are getting older. They're past their prime. They've been taking on. They've been doing the so-called casual sex thing, but they've been taking birth control, messing up their bodies, and then when they come to find out they can't have babies or they come out wrong or something like that, then uh, they they end up more miserable because they haven't done it done it the right way.
0: I think. I mean, you can usually reliably have children up into your mid to late thirties, and even after that, I think there's just like an increasing likelihood of some conditions. I don't know how frequent it is for women to like casually take birth control for 20 years then stop not knowing that that it was preventing them from having a kid right like you're just like this is like a narrative right what if they just want to like fuck what if they just want to get like railed at club parties or whatever and then they can do that later they can do that
2: because uh, people in their younger years can live in hell like that and think that they're getting away with it but as they get older especially the women they become used up if you will and then they feel used because that's all it is. It's just using each other. Do the men
0: feel used as well? Oh yeah, yeah. When, but when will but I they start get away feeling with it used? more? Huh? When will I start feeling used? <laughs> I don't know. I'm. Tw- I mean, I'm 28, right? Like, I'm not. I'm not like young, young. Surely, eventually, right. it has to kick in.
2: Well, I, mean, I don't know. People, different people have different symptoms of their misery. It's not like you're a happy. Per- it's not like you're a joyful, peaceful person. You're not at
0: peace. Um, I'm I'm not at peace like uh, Reverend Peterson. I'll admit, I haven't yet attained <laughs> that divine level of uh, of tranquility. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm I'm working on it a little bit. I think I think I'm getting there. Yeah, I know a lot of people who do have the whole uh, you know, trad wife, you know, like they marry at 22 or whatever, and they're not too happy either. I really think it's just a person per person thing. What if people just for want sure. different things?
2: Uh, you know what it it does come down to your life, and you have to know for yourself what's right i will give you that but this whole what if you just want different things that's just uh that's that's a laissez-faire like you're not offering any wisdom to the people
0: i agree that that in and of itself isn't like really great advice because you can say that about basically anything but i feel like um i don't know like if you go back far enough there would have been like socially normalized standards of marriage and sex that you and i probably wouldn't have liked as much that we wouldn't have agreed with um and I, I feel like if we had made the argument then, like, hey, maybe we want to be able to do this, you know, like, what we are asking for is freedom of choice, not a prescriptive thing for other people. If you want to marry, I would never stop you, but I feel like you politically kind of, like, hate the idea of people being able to hook, hook up casually when they're young, or at least it feels that way. And if that's the case, like, why can't they do it? If they want to make what you perceive to be a mistake, shouldn't that be their right?
2: Um, I suppose so. I, I don't. We're talking about morality. We're not talking about necessarily prescription in terms of of me ruling the world so okay. I think that we I mean we can get into that I, I would I suppose but I'm but I, I don't want to get too lost in that unless it's interesting
0: can we talk about I, anal sex then if we're talking about uh, morality
2: sure I think that it's I think that it's pretty vulgar and right. I, it's uh, well
1: so just just to cut in yeah um, this is a debate on sexual morality. And if Vosh wants to bring up uh, different aspects of what he considers moral or immoral about sexual morality, that's fair table. Whether you think it's vulgar or not, hey,
2: yeah, no, I, I said, I said it's fine. I just said it's kind of vulgar. That's just my
0: reaction to it. I'll keep it um, PG thirteen with the uh, with the descriptiveness. I just, I, I, don't get the obsessiveness with it, you know, in a, in a negative sense, you know, um, like oh, it's vulgar. Well, frankly, sex in general is 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 fucking disgusting. You know, you yeah. get up close to a person, you're breathing really hard that's life. Um but if people are having fun with it. Um you know there's there's that that what's the catchphrase? Uh how is anal sex winning the culture war? Like everyone likes anal sex. Straight people like anal sex. Everyone's been doing anal sex for as long as people have been having sex and writing down how they had sex. It goes back. That's not true. Goes back way far. Anal sex? You're like you like thousands said, You of said everybody. Old. You said everybody, every group of people, not not like every individual, but like every group of people. I know
2: that's why it's mentioned as as a no no in the Bible, I believe.
0: Uh, Christians have been doing it for a while too; otherwise, Catholics wouldn't be having the issues they've been having. Um, It seems to be a pretty broad predilection there, and why wouldn't it? I think
2: that's a false stereotype. I think that's a bit of an overly simplified false stereotype. And you're right, Christians Christians do wrong many times, but it doesn't. You're you're acting like it's Something that's been accepted by people at large. No, I'm just saying
0: been. they do it anyway. You know, it's not like all Christians follow accepted doctrine. M- most of people the law. are evil. It's true. Well, what makes it evil? That's what I want to know.
2: I don't know what makes it evil, but instinctively, it is. It's uh, <clears throat> at least the disgusting normal sex produces life. This only produces death and uh, you know disease and cancer and all kinds of other stuff. Does it produce death and disease? And cancer? Uh, I mean, it's related. More well, more frequently related to it. And in it, it in itself, it's disgusting and wrong. It's against nature.
0: Well, what's okay? Exit so,
2: only, man. Uh, Have some logic.
0: With regards to the cancer, I'm pretty sure one of the biggest causes of cancer is like um, HPV, which is a vaginal sex thing. Or if you don't like piss after having sex, that's not a an anal thing. Like that's 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 from any kind of sex. In fact, funnily enough, um, you know, uh I am Are you not sure... aware Oh yeah? Well if you'll let me
2: interrupt. Are oh, you sure. not aware that gay men have so called gay men, I don't even like that term, males who are into that into that, are getting or have been getting cancer and all kinds of stuff from I heard that it's from that more often.
0: I have even heard Hunter
2: Avalone said that and he's all into facts. So you uh, should
0: uh, Well, I haven't aware read every every study Hunter Avalon said. Um, I have no doubt listen, okay, gay people doing lots of wacky stuff. I'm sure a couple of them have found some sex act that gives you kids. More than a couple, man. Couple, a few, a good few. I've met a few. Um, it's kind of irrelevant, like with the whole gay thing though, because there are straight people who have um quite a lot of anal sex themselves. Yeah, it's it's wrong. I mean, at the end of the day, like let's let's we can bite the bullet and say, you know, even if anal sex was like dangerous or something, and it's not even real sex. You shouldn't even be calling it sex. What should we be calling it then?
2: I don't even know. It shouldn't even be. It shouldn't even exist.
0: <laughs> well, uh, like, uh, okay, what about uh, blowjobs? I mean, that's ex- like you know, that may not be an exit-only hole, but it's definitely not yeah, one I intended think it's, for reproduction.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's right. I don't think that men should trust anybody else. To
0: that's disgusting. What do you mean by right? Okay, so disgusting. Like you kiss people, <laughs> right? Like you, you ha- tell me. Tell me you're okay with making out with women.
2: Uh, I think it should be avoided because that leads to other things. Unless you, I mean, I guess unless you're married, I guess. Okay, so. Okay. You shouldn't be, well, you shouldn't be just waltzing right into that type of temptation because it leads into other, other things.
0: But aren't, aren't all things temptation? Like, doesn't every kind of material pleasure potentially lead one to want to try new pleasures? Even a high quality food. Gluttony is literally one of the, the yeah. seven sins right up there with lust. But you yeah. would never say, like, hey, don't eat tasty food because it might lead you down the road to gluttony. What do you You
2: know, uh, you might you might have a point there. I mean, maybe we should be avoiding that stuff. I mean, we should aim for perfection. But I think it's I think it's quite clear that people people fall to temptation when they get to kissing like that.
0: Or if they eat a nice meal.
2: And and okay, I mean, one wrong doesn't justify another.
0: Okay. So, okay, so you you would concede then that it's a moral wrong to enjoy like a lobster dinner because I mean, it's, it's a, a precursor to temptation to gluttony.
2: I mean, most of the time when people eat a lobster dinner, they don't g- gorge themselves necessarily. But, but it, it,
0: it conditions you to to crave the material Yeah, you should not satiation. worship food.
2: Yeah, you, you're you're very right that uh, people have a bad relationship with food and with sex, both.
0: It just seems like, by this logic, you could. Fairly I'm not saying say, it's
2: immoral. I didn't say it's immoral to
0: kiss. I said it's unwise. Hey, You're they, you gotta, TV. you gotta give Voss a chance to respond, though. I right. know, it's, it, yeah, it's well. I, I mean, it, like one of the, um, one of the heavenly virtues is temperance, the ability yep. to experience pleasure or some kind of earthly satisfaction but not then go like, all right, I'm going to ruin my fucking life with this thing. You know, like you may, you may be proud, but do not succumb to pride. You may eat, but do not be gluttonous. You may have sex, but do not be lustful, you know, all that You're stuff. Right. So it seems like if you have a hyper, like a uh, paranoid attitude about any of these pleasures leading to temptation, you have to deny yourself any kind of satiation, but that wouldn't like, you couldn't lay claim to that because like, you you would be living like a monastic life right i mean you would have to be like wandering the world with not but a cloak on your shoulders you know like taking food offered to you like that the degree of like asceticism that you're talking about here is is like um like buddhist level like 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 the buddha you know like way beyond what christians do
2: right i understand what you're saying i'm not talking about going extreme and crazy but i'm just it's it's a fair warning to people about yes watch your relationship with food be aware and yes watch
0: it with the kissing stuff well i think kiss <laughs> if 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 we're to compare food and sex then kissing would be like the equivalent of like licking a dinner roll you know i feel
1: like people tend to go a bit no. farther than that by default <laughs> yeah so clear so, that up right so maybe well n- not really right i think uh i think a lot of us are just as confused as when we started this, right? So maybe we can dive into this a little bit more. Hey, maybe you can inform us where you're getting these worldviews from and uh, so that maybe Vosh can address them. Because uh, some some of them are, are actually fairly foreign to me and uh, to the chat as well. So maybe you can right. inform us about these worldviews, where they come from, why you believe them, and then uh, you you still never directly addressed the morality point, which is why is it moral or immoral? And I think that that's kind of the heart of the debate in a way. So go ahead.
2: All right. Well, I, I say that sex out of wedlock is immoral and all these, these, uh, these perverted sex things are perversions. It's not what God wants. It's not what uh, it's not even what nature would dictate or want. So it's just self-indulgence. It's using each other. And I think that that's immoral as, as for kissing itself. I think that leads into temptation and I am not saying everybody should just avoid kissing until marriage, but there are people who do that. And it's not unheard of for people to not even kiss or make out or stuff like that until marriage, because it's uh, in a, in a relationship in a dating relationship, you should just be, normal with the person get to know them rather than feed the. when you're kissing you're feeding your each other's ego on yourselves and it's uh it is getting into like passions and imagination which is dangerous
0: rather than um getting to know the person
2: objectively
0: you can see that she's pretty do you think it would be better and and like succumb to less temptation if um we used artificial insemination instead of having sex i mean because we're talking about kissing right now but like nutting in a in a in a pussy bear that's a way like whatever kissing is that's like 20 times higher up on the whole like temptation to engage in the material pleasures of sex so if we did artificial insemination wouldn't that be like a like a, a even better way to avoid lust altogether
2: well the the my issue isn't about lust it's about uh doing things out of order away from you know like sex out of out of marriage sex inside of marriage is uh acceptable i guess
1: <laughs> well even so there marriage you end up natural. having
2: right you end up you have the babies that you that uh god gives you or whatever and um and hopefully in ha- have the sex inside of the marriage doesn't become uh just using each other and false worship
0: and ego feeding. Anthropologically when we go back, it seems like human's natural state seems to be fucking pretty often. Like, you know... That's fine. Even before marriage was a thing, because of course marriage isn't natural, you know, that's a contract, religiously and socially, that we came about with, but, like, people have always been fucking. We're biologically designed to want to do that. Like, that's one of the very few types of our behavior that are like like a fully ingrained like completely like that's in every society to have ever existed it's up there with eating and drinking it's it's completely rooted in how we are and what we are so given all that i mean like it seems like if we wanted to defer to natural order we would all just be fucking whoever we wanted and anything outside of the satiation of our natural desires would be um like an an unnatural imposition
2: uh when god put adam and eve together he married them so marriage has been with us. Sex is like I've said before, and I think it kind of is. Sex is marriage. You're, you become one. So you should have be faithful. Um, and all of that all of that sex stuff, I don't think it's quite as um, I don't think it's quite like what your mind is toward it. I think that you'll notice, like I mentioned before, kids are not sexual but they get sexualized and the ones who are in the worst situations, the ones from fatherless homes, the ones I think in, I think after the pandemic kids are getting going young girls are going through puberty earlier. I don't know if it's all the stress or what, they don't even know why, but it was was reported that they're going through puberty earlier. And so this is kind of an, an unnatural thing that is happening and it's not a positive
0: thing. Um, I can't really speak to that. I don't know anything about it. Um, I, I will, I will say though that, um, a conflation that you've made that I often see religious people make is the conflation of God and nature, but they're decidedly not the same thing. Even in biblical canon, nature and natural will are not God's will. God's will is that we triumph over nature and be moral in spite of elements of evil that exist within us. Um, like, Humans have naturally violent and sexual desires, but you know, in, a, in the Christian doctrine, the goal is to overcome those desires um, and to live a moral life like, in spite of the challenges associated with that. But when you say stuff like do what's natural, well, what's natural has nothing to do with morality. What's natural is like human tribes like beating and murdering or raping each other. That's what we did for a very long time. And then you know, God is the one who wants us to rise above that. So, like, you can't you can't switch back and forth between doing what's natural and doing what God wants because those are decidedly not the same thing. You can't say anal sex isn't natural because natural is whatever we were doing and we were doing that, so it is decidedly natural. Um, same with kissing. We have records for humans kissing that go as far back <laughs> as we have anthropological evidence of human coupling at all. But even though kissing doesn't serve any reproductive benefit, um, but yeah, those are those are like two like they don't even overlap that much those categories yeah they do man i think
2: you're you and hunter was hunter avalon was trying to pull this this kind of thing on me or somebody um god made the natural order man over woman over children man and woman together to have the children and raise the children that is natural and it is god's natural order he's nature and nature is god so yeah there's there's stuff that there's perversions that we do inside of nature that's frequent and common because of the our fallen state but that doesn't make it it doesn't make it natural or or according to the natural order
0: well no wait you just contradicted yourself right there go ahead if if god is good then god cannot be evil but the world contains evil So that must either be God having created evil, evil existing outside of God, or God giving entities within his creation the ability to choose, which you don't believe in. So you either have to concede that God created evil, in which case something created by God could be both natural and evil, and thus the natural deference wouldn't be a valid way of defending something, or, alternatively, that, um... That, uh, uh, that, that exists outside of God's creation, which is, as I understand it, a heretical suggestion. So no. you, you, these two categories can't overlap perfectly. Something is either natural and evil and within or without God's purview. But you can't have something at the same time be evil, be natural, but also be of God. Like it, 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 like it can't be both. You want so bad to take away this natural word from me. Why is that? Um, well, because they're not the same thing. If you say, like, it's not natural for humans to have, like, anal sex or whatever, well, in nature, humans did have anal sex. So, like, that's a settled argument. That's an empirical thing. Homosexuality is But that natural. doesn't make it natural. Well, if if something isn't natural, despite it existing in nature, then you're referring to natural as a kind of euphemized substitute for divine, which is what I'm accusing you of. You're, you're making right. up the word.
2: Um, okay. Well, I'm still going to use it because your explanation was overly complicated, not simple. I don't think you know what you're talking about. Well, so, I'm just an atheist. Uh, yeah, you're, you're referencing God and Christianity. Were you raised a Christian even? No, I was not. So then you don't have a clue. Uh, just, uh, you're even less logical than, well, I don't know if you're less logical than Hunter Avalon.
0: I think Hunter but Avalon's anyway. a pretty smart cookie, personally.
2: Yeah, he's smart, but it doesn't mean that he's wise or sensible. He, um...
1: But anyway, we're not talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's bring it back on track.
0: Of course, of course. Let it be known so, that I love him, though. Um, yeah,
1: so, so hey, just, just real quick. What haven't I, I answered? To, well, I don't mean to interject too much, but I still think that you have to contend with the argument that was kind of put down on the table of why you think these things are immoral this is this seems to be where we're where we keep on driving back to and um, so it looks like vosh was kind of saying, look uh, you know you're, you're conflating uh, God and natural and you're kind of making a conflation of these things uh, whether that's true or not it's not for me to decide but I would like to see that kind of this question addressed a little bit more thoroughly if we can. The God and nature thing. For, uh No, no, no. The, the question the as to the morality, morality of, or immorality
2: but sex and all that disgusting stuff. Um, I think I explained that pretty clearly. I did point out that there's things that are permissible, perhaps, like kissing and stuff like that. I don't think it's wise to get too into that. I think you should be watching yourself and avoiding falling into temptation. And he brought up food saying... Well, you're probably more laissez-faire about food as though, as though that's a justification. But yeah, I think that people need to watch themselves morally with their relationship with both food and with sex because these are hang-ups. And when, you're, when you have hang-ups, you're not your own man. And when you're not your own man, you can't be following God. Actually, I want to I wanna touch on that.
0: So okay. with, with regards to temptation, okay? So I think you said earlier you don't think there's anything inherently wrong with having sex or whatever. Um, It's that that it leads you in bad directions. The temptation puts you like in a bad way. So I guess I would wonder, like, if you had a human, like a man, let's say a man because I know you're preferable. Um, If you had a man who was perfectly free of temptation like they enjoyed the fruits of the earth but they were just not subject to demonic influence you know they could they could eat anything do anything and they would be pious through and through what what do you think it would be okay for them to do if there was no risk of them falling into anything worse than what they've already done i don't understand the question like if they like say there was a person who wanted to just fuck around and just fuck hot chicks you know Um, And he could do this, but he's a deeply pious man and he loves the Lord and he's capable of having sex without engaging in idolatry or worship without weakening himself. All the negative side effects, he can control them. He has a strong enough will to fuck without it draining him ethically. Do you think it would be right for him to do so because he has the temperance to manage that level of indulgence? Or do you think that even the threat, even if it's not happening yet, like, like you can't even try? I don't really like these
2: imaginary scenarios because this is not based in reality, but I imagine that such a man wouldn't be even interested in that
0: at that point. Are, um, are not men of the cloth interested in fine dining? I mean, I, I may not be a religious person, but I have had friends. But uh, men of the cloth aren't this, aren't this imaginary man that you just described. But they do partake in delicious meals which is, as you even acknowledged, a precursor to gluttony. So if you have bishops and priests and rabbis, whatever you may think of them, you know, um, willfully partaking in many pleasures of the flesh, which are not sex, wouldn't, and then still continuing to be great advocates for their god, would it not suggest that it is possible to willfully indulge oneself, but still be, uh, 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 you know... Um, a a pious man free of temptation under the
2: under the order of god if they're if they're married the husband of but one wife is like the new testament talks about uh, the leader of the church should be the husband of but one wife meaning they're under control they're not going wild with it doing doing it out of order
0: right what what if they um uh, the reason i bring up food is because i know that despite gluttony and lust both being sins, people tend to be a lot more permissive with- I understand. Tem- right, right. Yep. So obviously, I like for me, I think it would be equally applicable with sex, you know? Uh, and there are probably more people with eating disorders in America than there are people with sex addiction. Uh, though I don't Maybe. have any hard- I don't I, know. I, I don't yeah. have any hard data on that, you know? It kind of depends on where you draw the line. Um, only that it just, it, like frankly, it just seems incredibly arbitrary, you know? Um, we, we're, we're put on this earth by God. Um, we have a finite length of time during which to demonstrate our character, and it seems like of all the mortal sins we can commit, of all the things we can do to defy the will of God, you know, murder, rape, you know, torture, whatever, like, we don't horrible shit to each other. And then it's like, okay, yeah, also, like, don't, don't, like, suck a dick. Like, don't do anal sex. <laughs> it just seems bizarrely arbitrary. If it's a personal code you'd like to indulge in, that's fine, but I don't know how you can fairly argue that other people are suffering for their indulgence.
2: Oh, I mean, it's look around the the so-called LGBT community and the people who are loose, morally, sexually, the so-called straights are miserable. They're using each other, being used. They're they're into uh, they're all they're they're hooked on it. They're hooked on this, the pornography and all that stuff. They're not um, they are suffering for what they're doing.
0: And why is it that generally um, homosexuals are more unhappy when they're in the closet not having sex than they are after they come out of the closet and begin having sex?
2: That that beginning point feels like a relief to them. I I imagine uh, this is what I've heard about transgenders who, when they first so-called accept their transgenderism, that they it's a great relief because they finally accepted who they think they are. They finally quit quit fighting. That's why they um they're less miserable for a time in those early days but who knows sooner or later they're, they're suffering in ways they don't know they're suffering suffering uh, in
0: ways that statisticians don't know either to my knowledge yeah,
2: statisticians are are liberals and liberals lie and they're not about truth or finding the truth may i ask uh, by what finding evidence
0: you're suggesting they become less happy over time
2: well, look at how angry the the average radical homosexual is. They're just nasty, vicious, malicious people. I think they're nice. You think they're nice because you're nice to them. You agree with them. Oh have you seen how they treat the
0: Christians? Well, I I can't <laughs> imagine why they would be angry at you. Um, you know, perhaps so we're disagreeing no on for things anger. they consider uh <laughs> they consider quite important. Um Right. Uh well, you know, regardless I understand of that the why christians they the christians have been
2: that christians have not always been right in how they how they fight but the gays are quite nasty and they're just they're doing unto others what they imagine was done unto them or something like that
0: they're preventing you from having vicious. sex
2: nobody's pre- nobody prevented gays from having so-called sex
0: they Please. were subjected to anti-sodomy laws and arrested and sterilized good. by the state good for their own good well that would be preventing them from having sex that's well, i mean that's not actual sex but that's like
2: this is kind of silly hey, because people if hey, they were caught you're being female minded caught, right now come on no hold on listen you're being if female minded caught, hold on man if they were caught you you shouldn't you shouldn't be shameless about that anyways part of, we part of the thing is when you allow evil evil just grows it starts to become more and more demanding now they're forcing the christians into the closet just for being decent, and they saying that this is wrong, keeping you from having sex. No, but that's not, sex is not the end all. Wait, if They're they keeping kept us you... from our freedom of speech, if they put that's you more in important,
0: the... your freedom of speech is more important than so-called sex. It, uh, I agree with that. If they put you in the closet and kept you from having sex, wouldn't that be them being Christ-like? Because they would be, do... because you said base. I didn't
2: say they were keeping us from having sex. But what if they
0: did though? What if the gays would that be good? If the gays kept the the straights <laughs> no, from man. having sex.
2: Well, they kind of are because they're pushing this pornography thing, and you see hey, the kids are not, the kids are re- becoming, remaining kids until they're 30. Look at you, man.
0: They're yeah, and make a living playing uh, video games.
2: I know, and, and like it's, it's a widespread thing that um, people are getting older and older and not marrying, not having kids, and that's not good for society. Because of the homosexuals? I'm not blaming just the homosexuals. There's more than one way to be evil. Um, there's at least two spiritually or Spiritually and sexually. What's
0: that? Oh, there's at least two or three, as I understand it. <laughs> Whatever.
2: Um, the, where, um, where were we? What, what haven't I answered?
0: Oh, goodness, who knows? No, it doesn't matter what you have or haven't answered. Um, it's all about the vibes, which is a very homosexual thing of me to say, I'm sorry to say. Uh, the, um, so with regards to um, you know, the, the ethics of it all, I do have to ask, you know, why—you say you don't believe in free will. You know, normally that's a pretty standard part of Christian doctrine. There are a couple of sects that don't believe in it. Like, that's why I brought up the Calvinists earlier. Um, And that's a pretty critical distinction because usually one of the strongest arguments— you said you were in in favor of free speech, but most of your positions seem to contradict with an advocacy for individual rights, you know? Um, it, it, either you believe people should be able to make their own mistakes or you don't you know there are there there's only so much like leverage you can you can put in there to selectively affect different communities so people want to have sex and according to you ruin their own lives is that not their right as american citizens um it i suppose
2: you could say it is their right it's not now we're getting into like policy a little bit but i I've, i'm fine with it i say that this is not good for society and when you when you let evil out of the closet, rather than people being quiet about it, not accepting it wrong as right, having some shame, having some dignity, um, it gets worse. It grows. We, you, we've we seen this. The slippery slope stuff that the 80s Christians were warning about is real, like the child sexualization and all that stuff. The They said, oh, we're not looking for same-sex marriage. Sure enough, they were. And we're, we're not going to... There's all kinds of I think examples. they were saying they Evil wanted growing. same-sex
0: marriage. I think they were pretty explicit Decades about back, the same-sex. back, I don't sex. think that they
2: were.
0: Uh, depends they were on who you've been listening to. to. Wait, who, who... What were they arguing for if not same-sex marriage? That's been like the main remember. thing for... Ah, okay. Uh, I feel yeah. like that's been the main thing for a while. And of course, you know, now we're talking trans rights and it goes on and on. Um, which is brilliant yeah. stuff, right? I mean, that's the advocacy of civil rights. You know, we used to argue about whether or not slavery was moral. Before that, it was the monarchies. Uh, you know, we had the Reformation before that, the uh, Protestant Reformation. You know, no, you'll always find whiners, no matter how far back you go. But generally speaking, the world turns out a better place for those whiners. No, no, man.
2: That's, uh, we're not better off. Nobody's better off for the so-called civil rights movement or, uh, or this LGBT stuff. It has not been
1: good for society. Gotcha. Blacks
2: are worse off after the civil rights movement and the LGBT uh-huh. people are more more miserable. I
1: prefer if we steered clear of uh, uh, okay. the the you the know racial stuff. argument. It really has nothing to do with the uh, let's topic talk about at the hand.
2: sexual revolution though. Uh, since we since we touched on this.
0: Yeah, the sixties, birth control, all that.
2: Yeah, all that stuff. That hasn't been good for society. I think Crime it's been pretty good. has gone out of control. The well, single wait. mothers.
0: Let's if if we could let's go ahead. Right, point by point. Um, yeah. So crime boomed with the drug war. Uh, that's a pretty directly attributable factor there. I don't know if you can really attribute that to the sexual revolution. Single mothers. Well, single mothers have gone up, but it's really difficult to know whether or not that's a good thing or not. Because it turns out a lot of these single mothers are just women who would have been in miserable marriages beforehand. And I don't think it's right no, to consign man. a woman to a horrible domestic life for the rest of her existence, you know, because she made a mistake in marrying a man back when, like, she was, like, 19 or something. That seems pretty pretty messed no, up.
2: Yeah, no fault. Divorce has been bad for
0: society. And I don't know if you're ignorant or being
2: dishonest, mm-hmm. but single mothers are the ones who are disproportionately raising the thugs who are doing these violent
0: crimes. Why do you think there might be a relationship between single motherhood and criminality? Because mothers are pushed;
2: they they're angry, stressed out, and pushing that anger onto the kids, unprotected by the fathers. So
0: then why? The, then why so is, the is it boys, that single mothers, so the boys
2: go out, act out, and go crazy, and the girls go crazy too?
0: Well, then why is it that single mothers in wealthier neighborhoods don't see nearly as significant an increase in uh, criminality with their children? Because the evil comes out in in other ways, too. There's
2: there's all sorts of ways. Oh, you think they're not you think they're you think they're happy with their single mothers? No, no, no. uh, I
0: I agree with what you just said. The evil comes out in other ways. Or to put it another way, the evil of criminality is something associated not with single motherhood, but rather with low income households. Please. Well, that is what the data shows. You could say that, but it's but it's.
2: By and large, the single mothers are poorer because they're not, but you, but I don't believe that this poverty, co- I don't believe this poverty causes crime thing. The mothers are angry. It's a difficult and thing to rich, not believe.
0: What's that? It's a difficult thing to not believe. The greatest indicator of crime in America, and not just in America, actually everywhere, like everywhere on earth is income inequality. It's not people being poor or people being wealthy. It's poor and wealthy people being next to each other, because it causes social issues. Wealthy and poor people both rely on different types of social services, and they rely on different types of infrastructural investment. And usually, services are deferential towards the wealthy in areas with both wealthy and poor people. So what you get then is a divide, where poor people exist and are underserved, both socially and economically. And that tends to be what causes crime, because there aren't enough jobs to go around for the poor people. After the drug war and the availability (laughs) of crack cocaine, which ramped up, you know, in the 1980s, there were a lot of non-jobs available in inner-city areas. Uh, And what are you going to do if you're a young man in that place, but, like, trade in the drugs? Because it allows you to feed your family, which is a pretty noble thing. Oh, this is
2: you're being silly right now. Am you're I? you're running in circles to avoid giving any responsibility to the evil of the mothers. And you're also acting like like this correlation is is a causation.
0: It's not. It is true. It is, you can't directly say a whole
2: lot of exploitation of, you know, the class warfare stuff that is. These people are misguided and misled you look at the individual lives of these people who are raising the criminals they're out of control people you can see why they became criminals
0: this seems like a uh wanna... on your part
2: what's well, the anecdote
0: well you're just sort of talking right there's plenty of data on the relationship between criminality and income different correlation in is not causation man. it's true it's impossible to directly determine causation but this is a very strong it's not correlation.
2: impossible it's not impossible, man.
0: With a with a factor as sociologically If you have common sense.
2: If you oh. have some common sense, you can see you're being that female-minded
1: uh... again, Hake. Yeah, you got to you got to also, Hake, try to give Vasha a, a minute to respond to what you're All saying right, here because right. you made a lot of points.
0: Yeah, I don't mean to ramble or nothing.
1: Um, but common
0: sense, a, a deference you would expect from a woman, hey, come on. Um, no, we're talking hard data. Us masculine brains can handle stuff like this if we put our mind to it. Um, no, of course, when it comes to sociological stuff like this, that's like there are so many, uh, confounding factors. You know, so much, um, so much, uh, so many potential explanations. You know, of course, you're never going to get a 100% correlative positive relationship. You can get strong ones, though. And we're talking, again, about the sexual revolution here, um... I don't even think the sexual revolution was necessarily the thing that caused the divorce rates to go up. It was just the end or the beginning of no-fault divorce, you know, the ability. Not a good to just... idea. Right. So, I have to ask you then, why should so y- earlier you said you want to talk morality rather than like policy, but you're defending bad policies here. Why what should... policies? Well, you I assume would want to get rid of the ability to file a no-fault divorce. Yes. Right that's a policy so that policy um, which it seems really odd to me because like if you made a mistake in who you married, why shouldn't you be able to divorce them I mean, ha- has your reverend not benefited from the existence of this policy Ake?
2: No, he's never been married, man he was engaged twice but never married. How many children he doesn't believe in he doesn't does, believe in divorce How many re- children does the reverend have? He made one child out of wedlock at 18.
0: And if he had married with that woman, the woman with whom which he, he no longer he speaks, which he did, but then he cut contact with her, right? Or she cut no, contact with him? No, he did
2: not con- con- cut contact with her. The, the mother of that woman made her marry the child's stepfather rather than wait and marry, marry Jesse.
0: Would Jesse's life have been better if there had been no choice involved, if the marriage had already been cemented and there had been no room to back out afterwards? Who knows? That's a, that's a, that's a what if. It is a what-if. I generally think that people are better off when they have choices in their lives.
2: That's why you take this choice to get married seriously.
0: Yes, but any choice capable of extending over the length of your lifetime is a choice that you might eventually end up regretting. Nobody can know what they're going to be like 30 years in the future. No human can, no matter how responsible or well-prepared you are. People change with time. I think it's horrible. The idea, don't get me wrong, people who stay married their whole lives, I think that's a wonderful thing, you know, matrimony and all that. But um, if they want to leave, why consign them to that fate? And why consign the children to an adolescence surrounded by parents who hate each other? That's also a high predictor, by the way, for crime. Um, when children see their parents go, like like marital, marital instability between their parents, that's something psychologically that's often a precursor to other problems. Cause these that's c- why we need that's up. why we
2: need that's why we need morality
0: what if they just don't get along anymore that's not even a moral thing that's just an yes, it is a moral thing. thing you
2: not getting along you're acting like you're acting like two adults can't suck up and accept their lot in life
0: for for their whole lives to be so you're not even talking about getting along you're just talking about like forcing it for your entire life
2: this is all this is all like a what if thing but yes
0: well it's a what if that happens right there are plenty of unhappy married couples out there
2: right and you know why they don't get divorced
0: well i think they should there are a lot of children of unhappy couples that say they wish their parents had just gotten divorced because they would have much rather have been raised by one parent than raised by two parents who hate each other which thus give them a really fucked up view of relationships like but imagine com- what a kid com- thinks but- of relationships when they grow up with a man and a woman who hate each other like that's got to set you down the wrong road from the beginning
2: but you're comparing evil to evil and you're giving us a false dilemma
0: it's not evil to dislike a person you married humans change
2: i know but it's an you, you just admitted that it isn't evil that the kids suffer i'm using evil in the sense of it's a it's a misery
0: the evil's them they, staying together they can choose the, to leave yeah i'm
2: i'm saying but that's not a that's not a good that's not a solution
0: if you're, two comparing one like evil,
2: you're comparing one evil, which is divorce, which children of divorce don't t- tend to do well, and to uh, the, the evil of them being miserable and staying together, which is the same thing. You're basically comparing the same thing. If it's
0: the same, let's say it's the same thing, which I don't uh, believe. Well,
2: it's not exactly the same thing because you just described that they, they stay together and they get miserable. I caught that point.
0: Right. If we were yeah. to believe that that would lead to the same outcome for the children. Do the parents not have a right to find other people who they'll love? There is no, there is
2: no, the p- parents don't have any love. And that's why they're, that's why they're miserable together. They're not right, going to be so happy with somebody people. else. No, they shouldn't find new people. If you don't have love, then you're not going to love somebody else.
0: Do you love me, Hake? Would you fuck me? No, that's wrong. But you could love somebody else.
2: But that's not love anyway. You shouldn't get married for this quote unquote love thing. That's a, that's a fake idea. People don't know what love actually is.
0: Interesting. I believe what you're saying right now, if I'm not mistaken, is heretical. The idea so? of love is a bonding <laughs> mechanism that God gave human beings as a way of encouraging, like the love humans feel for each other is a reflection of the love that God has for all men. By denying the existence no. of love, especially as a precursor to marriage, I'm pretty sure you're turning your back on God's love.
2: No, man, because the, the men and women who get married, they don't tend to love each other, but they they um, hopefully they start to actually love each other, right? Normally, they're into sex, or some other thing. And then hopefully they overcome the sex and find actual love. I think you might be projecting
0: some of your feelings towards women on other people. Because generally (laughs) speaking, I think when people marry, well, there are a lot of reasons why people can marry, of course, but I generally don't think people marry for the sex. Like you can just fuck people if you want.
2: I know but, they're hooked though by the sex.
0: I can just have sex with people without marrying though. Why would I marry someone if I just want pussy?
2: But a lot of people want to be more traditional than you, even the so-called gays, they want to be more traditional than you. So they think that they they think that this marriage thing will be their the family that they want, the love that they want. But they're so they're looking for love and they think that they have love, but that's that's not the the kind of so-called love that human beings have towards each other as you just admitted 30 years down the line or less it sours that's not love love lasts
0: i don't think anything very
2: different from god's love
0: well god's love is eternal sure but i don't think that any interhuman love lasts humans change and i think that we should have a right to find new partners for ourselves when we find that our current partners and i or you or whoever else no longer um have much in common and don't get along that well anymore
2: that's gay partners is a gay term and the divorce and remarriage hey is...
0: i'm gay of course i would no, say you're partners not. i I hey the last sexual <laughs> interaction i had was me sucking cock okay i'm gay enough for you tmi
2: um, um the but my point is this divorce and remarriage is part of that immorality it's selfishness you're you're thinking oh the grass is greener but that's leading to more misery
0: well, it seems like misery in this case is being caused by um, the expectation that people stay together in perpetuity when they don't like each other. If people could just remarry and find new love, wouldn't that solve the problem right there?
2: Clearly, it's clearly that's what they're trying to been trying to do for the past I don't know six, how many years, how many decades, and that has hasn't helped. Very good. Very good. In society, people have been that's divorcing so and remarriage, and that, hasn't, that has not that has not. People are, haven't been happier,
0: they're more miserable, um, they're I more think generally Ill speaking, and all that stuff. When you ask people who divorce if they're happy with their divorce, they almost always say yes. The people who initiate the divorce, they don't tend to regret it down the line. So while many things have changed, I think if we isolate the specific of the effect of no-fault divorce filings, the outcome tends to be good, right? There's a reason they divorced, right? <laughs> no, how is that? How is that good
2: just because the person who filed the divorce feels happier, which is most of the time that's a woman? Sure. Is that not their that right? Uh, I don't believe so. I don't believe it's a right. I don't think that you should have a, I don't think that human beings have a right
0: to divorce. Do you think people like that? Do you think people have a right to pursue but their at, happiness? But you're
2: just looking at the woman. You're looking at the woman. Oh, she's happier. Therefore, it's a better outcome. But you're not looking at the children, the, the father, the father who gets screwed over. And you're looking... Like, the generations have gotten... Like, society, I think, has gotten worse. And I don't know if you've... I don't know if you see that.
0: Well, I think that society has gotten worse in many ways. But the freedom to choose your partners is probably one of the few things that has gotten decidedly better. Um... With regards to the children, no. you know, I think the real thing no, that we hasn't. need here, you know, you're concerned about people who grow up in a single family household, and you should be because it sucks. To single grow up mother in a single, household. Well, results are pretty bad with the father as well. They just tend not to see single. Um, you tend not to see single father households because usually the women right. are the ones who take the children. Bad idea. Well, the outcomes are bad in either case. So in terms of whether it's a good idea or not, you know, the reason that it's divorce better for courts the me-
2: better with the fathers.
0: The reason divorce courts tend to favor um, women isn't actually because they're sexist against men. It's usually because men don't actually want the children. That's overwhelmingly the reason why women get it in the divorce settlements. It's because the men don't even want to raise the children. So the women are the ones being. Godly I don't know bear. if that's.
2: Uh, no, man. I don't they know are. The I men. Are, the
0: even. men are abandoning the children. The woman. No, they're not. They yeah they are. Wait, no, they're not. They totally are. Yeah. They no, have the divorce not. proceedings and the mo- like the mother wants to take care of the kids and the father's like no, nope, I want to go back to living the bachelor lifestyle. They're godless, Hank, they're female minded. But the actual that, female that, there is the one who stands up and takes care of the kids. But she's not she's she's taking care of herself. And the um, kids?
2: That is that is not true. They're, they're well, I don't know if I don't know about, about the statistics on how many say, "Oh yeah, go ahead." Maybe they just don't want to fight with the woman over because she. But there, there are a lot of men who want their children, and the women make it hell for them. And I, you, I would be surprised if you didn't know that. Um, well,
0: certainly, in the case of millions of divorces, you're going to have instances where that happens. I'm only describing I mean, something just, that happens w- quite you often. Don't be so dismissive. I'm not. I'm making, of course, I'm being a bit flippant here. And, and there's here. no
2: such thing as, as sexism anyway. The the gotcha. courts are are, are female-minded. It is true. But, anyway. Um, At I any rate, we've established
0: that. People complain more about the unfairness towards men in these courts than is actually warranted. A lot of men just want to go back to fucking, you know, like, chicks they pick up from the bar without worrying about kids. And don't get me no, wrong. man, I, I don't believe that it's... I, I don't, fucking chicks from bars, you know. I, I don't I believe
2: it, that but. they're complaining more than is warranted. I, I don't think that I think you're speaking a little bit ignorantly and and overly flippantly on that issue. I will admit I'm speaking flippantly,
0: but I feel like it's proportional to the tone of the conversation. But I could be more serious <laughs> if you would prefer.
2: No, no, i I mean, I'm just making a point, uh, because there are a lot of men who want their children. I and, think that whoever is the better parent should be the one so who gets silly. the children. It's so silly to pretend these women are being godly. Give me a break. They think they're god.
0: Well, but if, you, um, if you make the choice to take care of kids when you know it's going to be very difficult as a single mother, I would say that's a fairly noble thing to do. Oh, you yes. Say?
2: So noble. They're getting subsidized like crazy, subsidized by the father and the government.
0: Yes, yeah, single mothers are just resplendent with wealth, Hank. That they're, is how it works. They're
2: spoiled.
0: Uh, that's why Indeed. women are lining up to be single mothers these days. It's definitely yeah. something they actively fight for and not something that happens to them. Against their will happens to them. Yeah. Well, well there's these poor get...
2: innocent victims.
0: Why uh, are you yeah. being such a simp about this stuff? Well, this is the thing, and this is why I think it's funny that you pretend to be Christian. It's that um, you're decidedly less Christ like than some of the more degenerate atheists that I've known in my day. It's not just that you don't so this you don't guy. feel love. Well, hold on. You don't feel love for others, so you reject God's love and you assign that rejection to others, which is weird enough on its own. But you look at virtue and you call it sin. What are you but antichrist like in doing so? Women who sacrifice portions of their life to take care of kids, knowing the odds are stacked against them. You look at them and sneer because you hold hate in your heart. No, you, are, sne- you are someone who would be a better beneficiary of Reverend Jesse's teachings than almost any man I've ever spoken to. It's so obvious the way you deride those you speak of. I could never, it, never in my conversations have I in, spoken of, of, of any group uh, who's, who's for what, for raising children with this you level just, of
2: derision? You just falsely accuse men of abandoning the children. Many they men can't do deal so. With the, they can't deal with the women. And the they can't deal is, with the hell of dealing with the woman and fighting with the woman over
0: the children. I respect you're, you're, the men you, who no, do take care of the children. But and you, anyway, I was, you not, disrespect disrespect at, I was, was not sneering at... the women who take care of the children.
2: At, no, but there, there's nothing to respect there. Because they're not That's taking disrespecting. care of the children. Well, you, fine, but it's not, nothing to respect it. That's different from what love is. You don't have love when you're falsely worshiping these women as godly and stuff like that.
0: I think it is Christ-like. I know you're, being I know you're just
2: being silly. No, I don't, I I'm don't not being silly at all. I j- it is Christ-like. Christ all. You have no
0: clue what Christ even cake, was about. Cake. Don't yes. get upset like a woman would. Um, but you have
2: no clue what Christ is about.
0: A clear. I think I'm actually a little bit more familiar with Christian doctrine than you, it seems. Um, considering the stuff that you said about love in this conversation is concerning, you know. It's interesting, your statement that love should not have to do with a marriage, um, that, that like, uh, you know, people, like, marry for sex and you hope the love develops of it, this is actually something closer to what I would expect, like, a cynic, like, Satanist type to say. Somebody (laughs) who would, like, sneer at the institution of marriage and go, you know, there's no love in that. Someone who rejects God's love. But you claim to champion it while making fun of women who take care of their children. It's well, you know the Antichrist who will sell you every good thing is bad and bad thing is good, right? Are you an agent of his?
2: Uh, no, I, I'm making fun more of your false worship. Show of me your hand, females. the
0: back of your right hand. Would you? Do you have the mark? <laughs> I want to know. You're laughing <laughs> you at women who take care of their children.
2: But they're not taking care of their children and they're doing an awful job at it. They've driven the man away and you're not being honest about How it. How do you know you're they've driven the man one-sided. away? What if this, the man drove this them away? I only attacked the man. Let me just kiss up to these, these females. Are you accusing
0: are... me of being sexist, Hank?
2: No such thing. I'm, oh. t- I'm accusing you of, of kissing up to women and that's what Satan did.
0: He kissed up to the woman. Are you accusing me of being biased towards women instead of uh, equally so? Right. Right. So, you've said that the women drive the men away. What if the men drive the women away? Is that possible uh, in your world? It may, it may, yeah, it may be possible. Okay. You seem to make a lot of assumptions. My only statement earlier was that often you just said uh, that these women are not doing anything Christ like because they drive the man away. And they then do. they, well, what if the man drove the woman away?
2: On rare occasion, I imagine is quite possible. Like, wow. he's weak, he's, she's repulsed by weak men.
0: But rare it takes occasion. two to
2: tango. I'm dealing with both wrongs, and you're only dealing with one wrong. Just blaming, the, demonizing the man and worshiping
0: the woman. Not at all. You were the one who made the presumption, weren't you? I never said at any point, the man drives the woman away. I only said they separate. You're the one you said who they, said... You,
2: you didn't say they separate. You said the man abandoned the children.
0: As a you thing that can happen... When we're talking about the bias in divorce court, but you talked about all single mothers driving their man away. I didn't say all. How many would you say? By most. Most. Yeah. Why exactly would you say that? Because men can't deal with women. Men and women hate each other. Are you? Are you a homosexual, Hank? No. I'd like to follow down this line of inquiry if the good man Big Papa Fascist one not stop me. Hake, you seem to have an appalling. It's sexual aversion. morality.
1: It's kind of open on this. Go Thank ahead. Thank you.
0: Um, you have <laughs> an appalling aversion to women, Hake. You know, if Adam I'm not loved Eve. To them,
2: I don't know if he did. Um. Had he loved her, he would have corrected her and not eaten the fruit and not
0: listened to her. But he listened to her. People make mistakes. Just like mistakes. you're urging people to listen. People make mistakes. Also, those who that's love women love, often trust women because when you love people, you trust them. Sometimes that leads to bad decisions being made, but that's the cost of trusting people.
2: <laughs> and that would not be love then because love loves what's right more than just trusting a, a woman who listened to the serpent. So
0: love isn't. So when love two means people loving trust what's right
2: other, more than the woman.
0: And that was part one of a two-part podcast. If you're interested in finishing it, then uh, you should wait for the next episode.